The following podcast discusses alternative sexual practices in loving and detailed terms, and as such may not be appropriate for young children, anyone who declared an emergency because it's expeditious rather than necessary, or my mother. Mom, I know you want to be supportive of my endeavors, but seriously, stop the podcast and walk away. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to A Harry Crone Companion, a podcast of wholesome kink and perverted crafting. I'm Sarah Kane. I'm Lansing Mike. <laughs> and do you really know, do you really think that person who declared the emergency knows what the fuck expeditious means? Of course not. <laughs> okay. I, a, a tweet they I saw. doing it because they're a whiny brat. Okay, go on. Yeah. Uh, a tweet I saw. Criticizing that man in a book feels unsporting. <laughs> it's rather like making fun of the Amish on television. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, hey, we have had enough stuff to actually record two episodes in one month. Yes, because oh. it's, I, I've been busy. Um, we have a topic planned, but there's a lot of gossip. Yeah, so. we, we may or may not get to that topic because it's kind of a light and fluffy topic. And it, it ain't. Sometimes you need light and fluffy. <laughs> sometimes the world can be a dark, cold place and we need light and fluffy sometimes. So, at the start of the podcast, I want to mention a... Not new, but back from the dead, mm-hmm. Lansing podcast that I oh. recently discovered. Cool. It's called the Wait Wa Podcast. W a i t w h a podcast. Uh, you can find them on SoundCloud, and their first revived new season episode is going live right now. <laughs> Oh, cool. <laughs> Noon on Sunday. What is their what do they do? What is their topic? It's kind of in the vein of, you know, two guys just talking about what's going on, except it's four guys uh okay. talking about. Um going new, on nationally or going on Lansing focused? More Lansing focused. Okay. Um I mean they talked about uh in episodes in their archives, um they went on for fifteen minutes about the shooting at the Joannes okay. last okay. March. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, they talk about They answer questions, they drink and talk about what they're drinking. Okay. Yeah, so I want to support local artists. And and I didn't even know of that, so thank you for telling me. Yeah. You need to check it out. Yeah, uh, yeah, I found them because they, I must have tagged one of our podcast Lansing and they, they did a search and they followed me and they oh, said, dear. well, they listened. <laughs> oh, no. oh, oh, you're more dear. <laughs> and I had a pleasant chat with the producer and okay. he, he seemed to enjoy the podcast. Okay. He, he wasn't like, Oh my God, what have I done? Um, which guys, is, which guys, is the usual reaction. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, I mean, it can be very, yeah, it's not yeah. everyone's cup of tea. I understand. But it, yeah. Um, yeah, check them out. Uh, support, you know, support local mm-hmm. podcasts. And uh, we also have a letter oh, responding okay. to the rules. The rules. Okay. All right. So, hi, guys. Uh, Felching Pisser turned me on to your show after he said you guys found my rules for the house party interesting. So oh, this dear. Is, oh, yeah. good. So, okay. We actually get to hear from the source. We, yeah, we get to I'm hear curious. from the original source. I'm glad to have heard your interesting take on them. Okay. I wrote, mostly borrowed, them from my buddy who used to hold house parties, uh, but stopped as guys were abusing his good graces. Yeah. As you said, 
We are a bareback only party. Mm -hmm. I wrote that to make that clear, but also to tell guys if they suspect they have an STI to stay home until it's cleared, would do the same for a condom party. A lot of honor system there, I know, mm -hmm. but I felt it should be addressed in some way. Mm -hmm. For myself, I always get tested for the gamut of about a week or so after a house party <laughs> as part of being on prep. The expectation is the guys at these parties do the same which is admittedly a lot to pin on expectations for others, but we're all horny bastards who like to fuck raw, so being prepared for what that entails is essential. And if you, I mean, if you like to fuck raw, then, you know, that's the appropriate way of going. It's like, you know, being tested and then having parties where other people are at least, you know, being tested. And I think they under, yeah. he also understands that it's an honor system and we're hoping that everyone is doing the right thing, you know. He has much more faith in humanity than I do. So <laughs> that's, that's me in my cold, cold heart and soulless, soulless shell. Uh, as for the armband parties, mm -hmm. personally, I think the concept is a nice fantasy, but impractical. And I don't know if it honors consent very well. The mm -hmm. bottom has to be topped or else he has to leave the sex area. That's the only recourse. He can't say no thanks. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, but my buddy wanted that on there. I think the only way an armband party might work would be if it was strict invite-only situation, something his house parties haven't always been, but which I'm encouraging him to implement. Or the other way to do the armband party is when you step in, you reach your hand into the blackened fishbowl and pull out an armband. Congratulations. That's your role for this party. Hope you're ready. <laughs> but I'm not even into that. Well... It's the way it works. It's like a key party. Okay, go on. <laughs> yeah, that that's that would be very extreme. That would be very extreme. That that would be a recipe for for a bad time. Or a whole bunch of pansexuals who are like, "Oh, we're up for everything." I usually don't do this, but who knows? In the words of my grandmother, "Try it. You might like it." <laughs> Hope you cleaned up. Oh. And. Yeah, I've been at a sex party going at it with someone who was a few feet away down on the couch. Uh, two guys are talking politics. <laughs> I don't want to think about um, members of the current administration while I'm taking a dick. So the rule about no sex conversations in the sex area had to be there. Yeah. Also, I, there's certain topics of conversation that when they go to politics with that, I'd probably clinch. Like, you know, I might bite down hard. So this could be bad. Uh, yeah. Like, you know, the, the lefty in me is like, and somebody, the poor guy <laughs> blowing is now has scars. Oh, yeah. That, <laughs> oh, messy, painful, <clears throat> unpleasant. How did you get this? A Democrat bit me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I, I turn into a Democrat every full moon now. <laughs> anyway, I'm enjoying your show immensely. Oh, and thank thanks you. for reading my rules and for your take on them. It was very good. All the best. Thank you, oh, Pete. Cool. Yes, and and also yes. Thank you for the uh, elucidation on that. It's I, I was very curious about those. I was like, oh, how they come up? And it makes sense. It's like this is your you know this is your kink. This is your fetish. You love raw fucking, and mm -hmm. it's like how how can you achieve that in this world? You know, there's certain fantasies we will never be able to play out because they're physically impossible. You know, but those that we can, it's like. How can we orchestrate them to happen? And the most, I mean, face it, there's no such thing as safe sex. It's all safer sex. Right. Any actions are opening us up to the potential for many things. Disease, uh, heartbreak, 
uh, social castigation. I almost said that <laughs> word properly. Um, but no, I mean, there's so many consequences that can happen from sex. And I, the best thing I heard was Neil Gaiman once pointed out, like, um, as long as you're aware of the uh, what can happen and you're mm-hmm. willing to accept those consequences, you're an adult and can do it. You know, but that means you have to be aware of the consequences and and also accept the you know accept accept that it might go wrong. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, so and that's so it's not like this was a way of orchestrating that. It's like we really want to do this. Yeah, not just consent, but informed consent. Be mm-hmm. aware of the risks that you're taking and. Mm-hmm. You know, people go skydiving. People go cave diving. People get married. <laughs> Again, <laughs> sorry, it's, it's, it's been there too recent after the Valentine's Day for me not to make some sort of jive. No. Uh, yeah, people practice monogamy. Or, uh, you know, actually, that's something I I would be willing if the, if I fell in love with someone who really wanted that, I could do it. Um, you know, but I'm a very weird kind of fish, so. And had a similar level of libido to you, and yeah. well, yeah, that would be that would be interesting if they had more libido. And it's like, well, do I get to play that? It's like, if I do, <laughs> then someone like me. You know, yeah, yeah, the libido thing would, yeah, definitely be a thing. All right, which uh, should come up, but that'll come up in gossip. So yeah, uh, so my gossip uh, for the week is. Slingbear had a nude potluck. Um, he is a member of a. It, I know it's at least men's. I might be gay men's mm-hmm. um, nudist group. Okay. Um, in the uh, Ann Arbor Ypsilanti area, uh, and he said, "Hey, let's have a naked potluck." Because it's not just yeah. a potluck; it's also after you know the food. Shenanigans could happen, right? And after shenanigans did happen, yeah. yeah. Um, because I, I mean, yeah, the nudist that can be, you know, especially in a mixed, mixed nudist group where you have straight, gay. Yeah, um, so, it, some of them can be surprisingly uptight. Well, well, just you know, they like being naked, but they don't want to be sexual. Yeah, which is an interesting conversation I've had with a you know some Germans. It's like, you know. We Americans always see nakedness as sexual. sexual. So it's nice that, you know, they kind of don't in some ways. But Sling Bear was, I think, wanting, I think, you know, is more, less nudist event, more hopefully kink event. Yes. Uh, So I showed up Mm -hmm. uh, about a half hour early. um, What did you bring food-wise? Freshly baked bread. Uh, a lo- at least in penis shapes. That's the only trouble with a naked potluck. I could see all the puns, <laughs> like pigs in blankets, hot dogs, lots of nuts. Yeah, yeah. Um, no. Okay. Uh, but I did have his ass as an appetizer, and he was delicious. Uh, let's see here. There were uh, nine for the dinner. Mm-hmm. And then three more showed up later with dessert. Oh. It was nice to be able to hang out uh, to meet some more it of like his a friends. Crowd too. I mean, yeah, um, that was you know the crowd for some of number sixes I've been to, or even mm-hmm. the occasional DBC has been you know kind of uh, <laughs> twelve or so. Right, and I mean his space really for a potluck would not be able to accommodate more than that okay. uh, comfortably. His dining room table seats six, mm-hmm. and then there's a living room space right on there, and so a few more on the couches and love seat, but mm-hmm. yeah, 
We were at about the right size. Unless you like make sure you only have things that are completely finger food or derby kind of things that could be eaten standing up, you know, kind of mingling and all right. that. Right. Now, uh, let's see here. What all was served? My, my bread, um, broccoli, apple salad. Uh, Those can be good. Yeah. Uh, bison chili. Oh. That, that, was, that was good and interesting. And uh, baked macaroni and cheese. Ooh, like a nice spread. Yes, yes, and then um, the guys who came late brought desserts of freshly baked chocolate chip cookies. Because yeah, everybody loves that, and a few adult beverages, pleasant conversation. Mm-hmm. Um, a few people left shortly after dinner and decided not to partake in the shenanigans. Okay. Uh, but no, after that, who you know, we had. We basically had the option of playing Cards Against Humanity or going down into the dungeon, and everybody was like, no, I think we'll go down into the dungeon instead. And uh, as I tend to do, I ended up under the rim seat <laughs> for most of the time, and the guy who was on top of the rim seat partway through commented on how perhaps next time chili and broccoli should not be on the menu. <laughs> I didn't mind, but he seemed embarrassed by it. Well, the, the mixing food with sex can always be interesting. And not directly, but having, you know, having just eaten, you know, right. a lot just before sex. Just even feelings of, like, I used to feel bloated. And I sometimes, you know, after a full meal, I just don't feel sexy. You know, some, you know, I know I do. It's like, oh. Um, you know, that I can... Re- well, and because Valentine's Day just recently happened, um, I had an unfortunate incident when I was dating... And uh, my ex made a beautiful dinner, and then we got frisky afterwards, and unfortunately, found his gag reflex. Oh. It was not as messy as it could have been, but it was still enough to break the mood. Yeah. So there's no real cleanup involved, but it was like, oh, this is not good. And it's like, okay, and that's embarrassing. Yeah. So, yeah, so the joke was always fucking first, then food. Yes. Or in this case... Blowjobs first, then. <laughs> <laughs> and that's actually you know, expert advice from Dan Savage. Oh. He every uh, yeah every February, his advice on Valentine's Day is fuck first. I mean, yeah, work up an appetite. <laughs> you know, just get yourselves exhausted, and then just enjoy the sensualness of food afterwards. And who knows? Maybe after eating, you might be back in the mood again, and then have riskier sex. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, uh, one unfortunate thing, and I had, had a lot of fun there. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, being naked, there was no good place for my cell phone. So I'm like, mm-hmm. you know what? I'm going to leave my cell phone with my clothes, uh, and I'm going to enjoy everybody's company. Mm-hmm. So partway through, I got a text from my puppy oh. requesting scritches. Oh, you were not <laughs> available and, to respond. And I was not available to respond, and I... You know, by the time I got to it, I'm like, yeah, we're we're done here. We've had shenanigans. Daddy's tired. Oh. Yeah. But and, if you had seen it, would you just like say, well, I don't want to ask too personal a question, but how would it have been different if you had seen it? Because you're in the middle of an event, but would you like, okay, I need to save some energy because I'm going to do something more or even left earlier. It's it's complicated. It's like... Yeah. no, and it's prioritizing. It's like, okay, there's the people I'm with, but then the person I'm close to and care for... Oh shoot! What do I do? You right. Know? I mean, I if I had received the text, you know, like an hour earlier, mm-hmm. then I would have said, 
get in your car, puppy, and oh. get down here. I'll yeah. I'll I'll cover we'll you. Scritch I'll, and more. Y- yes, we'll we'll have a meal and we'll scritch down here. Um, There's leftovers. Dog love leftovers. <laughs> yeah, could have gotten you a doggy bag. Uh, <laughs> so, but yeah, and puppy has has said that yeah he's been in a very top mood True. and you know was concerned that you know because i've only every time we've played i've been the top mm-hmm. and he's like i i wasn't sure you'd want to get fucked and you know i gave him a scritch and whispered in his ear daddies have prostates too you know well that's it it's <laughs> been so long since i bought him that i you know i've met someone who like wants to play and they are exclusively a top Mm-hmm. I mean, they do oral and other things and like to do stuff, but they like to fuck and, you know, they like my ass. And I'm like, I am, I do call myself versatile, you know, I'm a versatile top, but that's still versatile. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm like, I need to get back into practice, you know, either toys or just like being prepared, maybe buy a nice, you know, shower or douche nozzle so I can, mm-hmm. or all that. And, you know, use some of the advice we've given in the past about how. <laughs> Like, and stop being so fucking lazy, which is my joke. Right. Well, I had a very interesting discussion with a woman who was like very vehemently against, you know, it's like, no, 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 if you fuck in the ass, there's going to be shit. Just accept it. It's nature. Don't be a prude. And it was thing. She was really vocal about it. I'm like, maybe that's your thing. It's not my thing. Sorry. <laughs> I, I, I just know I, I, I would, I, I want to be clean ish down there. And, you know, by clean, I mean, because yeah, I was also talking, it's like, well, if you don't clean up down there, there's potential for scraping because there's can be, you know, particles and feces that will scrape and abrade and open up and cause bleeding and then is a gateway for disease. Yeah, and it doesn't make for very good lube. <laughs> yeah, so, but she was still like, no, it's a, you know, like, okay, well, this is not an argument I'm having during a fundraiser. <laughs> right, no, I mean... <laughs> I, 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 I yeah, That's yeah. just her thing, and that's one of her kinks. I was like... Cool. I you may do that, just not with me. Yeah, I mean, shit happens on occasion, but there are steps that one can take yes. to, you know, having a higher fiber diet. Oh. Uh, you know, reduce the amount of meat and cheese that you eat. Oh um, God, no! I love my cheese. <laughs> Damn, cheese or bottoming? Oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I can't. I, that's not true. I mean, me. there there are. Cheese. You don't have to do everything. Cheese is the reason I can't be a vegan. But it, actually, there's some really good vegan cheeses out there, but they seem so much effort. Okay, but yeah, and yeah, shower shot. Um, okay. I mean, yeah, I got the plumbing bits from the local Homo Depot, um, and then the tip itself. They sell those at Deja Vu's mm-hmm. um, Love Boutique. So, and of course. Everything is sold online. I mean, you can get that stuff on mm-hmm. Amazon these days. So I would would recommend Fort Trough or Mr. S in general because they know what they're doing. And um, yeah, at Fort, I think it's Fort Trough. Might be Mr. S. One of those two. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe both. They sell a shower shot that just hooks over the shower head. Okay. Um so, I have one of those giant, wide range shower heads, though. So I might have to get a new shower head. I've never tried it with one of the gigantic okay. rain shower heads, but no. The idea is, 
you know, you can use that in a hotel. Oh, um, oh yeah, it's portable. Yeah, it's like, yeah, it, it, it's portable. It, you know, you don't need any equipment. You just hook it on over the shower head, and it's got flow regulators so that you don't end up spitting up water. <laughs> and um, yeah, and it's reasonably inexpensive. I think okay. it's like no, I'm not. I'm not going to quote a price. Okay. I don't remember it well enough. But um, yeah, that that's an option. For yeah, those who are less frequent and those who travel and true, yeah. Um, uh, oh, so while you were doing that, I mm-hmm. was still here in Lansing. Um, I had well, my running club had a run. It was cold, but it was sunny, so it was also exhausting because and I felt bad because then at that night I went to the MML fundraiser for uh, Will Camp. Yes, for his his travel fund for going to IML, and uh, I showed up and I was just exhausted walking through the door. I made it till midnight, but some friends who were there is like, yeah, you look like a zombie. And I'm like, I was, I was in the corner and someone like was chatting with me. And it's like, you know, you're just all being shy. I'm like, I'm exhausted and I don't want to deal with humans. (laughs) And they're like, okay. I mean, but the sad thing was, uh, there was an open bar, uh, really hot bartender, but, uh, there was like, Booze to be had. I know I was drinking Verner's and cranberry juice all night because I'd had a lot of beer earlier in the day and I was not like my tummy was like, no, you you don't need more alcohol right now. Uh, you're you're not drunk, but we aren't going to accept any more alcohol. So sorry, <laughs> you're not going to feel good. And also, even there's a great spread of food as there always is. Will made an incredible cake where he did the well, yeah. <laughs> well, he did the the I think is it the IML flag, MML flag. I think it might have been the MML flag. In uh, a cake uh, with a, a fondant, which he said was excruciating. Even the lettering, I thought we were plastic letters because they're so right. uniformly formed. No, they were also fondant. It's like, wow. Wow. Which also meant that someone then took off the letters and rearranged it and made different phrases around it. And I think one was like, rim me, please. Or <laughs> yeah. <laughs> because, of course, we're all 12. <laughs> yes. But, um... And uh, no one had eaten those letters yet. Uh, the, uh, but no, it was it was very good. Uh, and I mean, I, like I said, even having no energy, um, but I had a good time. Um, uh, there was some nice... Uh, what they did was they would have auctions for scenes. like, mm-hmm. And that's the only thing is I think they could have done better. If, well, at first they started by doing, okay, who wants to see this? You know, I started at 20 bucks. And then sometimes I want to see it, but then someone else will go 40. We're all going to see the scene. Right. So, yeah. No, that, 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 for something like that, you need a dollar auction. Well, well, this was um, also, or just, hey, who's going to give me money? Once we get to 50 bucks, we're going to see the scene. If we get to 100 bucks, the person will do the scene in their underwear. You know, 150 bucks, you know, and like level it up. Right. Because that's it. You know, there's someone who's saying, hey, I want to be spanked. <laughs> and it's like, and, and yeah, that was, um, I saw someone getting uh, whacked with a spatula, which almost looked like it broke the skin because it was so red. So either it was really red or it actually had broken the skin a little bit. And it was like, ouch, but yeah, all parties involved were enjoying it. Oh, no, the most intense scene was a, um, a very impromptu uh, uh, paddling with a belt. The top just took off his belt. And the bottom stripped to the leather jock strap, and then leaned into it. You know, was being held up. Was legs apart, leaning forward. Someone mm-hmm. was holding him from the front as he was getting smacked with the belt on his ass and thighs. 
and was enjoying it quite a bit. And the bruising on his thighs afterwards was like, wow. <laughs> but it was really, that was an intense and really excellent scene. And I was like, ooh, that, and just by someone dropping trowel and someone taking off their belt. So, you know, very minimum of equipment, but it was like, ooh. Ooh, And that the things you can do see. with a belt. And it's like, yeah. Wow. Yeah. And it was like, oh, it was like, yeah, because I, I don't want to be the one holding him because he was just like, you know, <laughs> leaning into hugging the person who was supporting him and just like moaning into his chest. I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> a good time for all involved. But also because I was dead tired and the, the host had a lovely rocking chair. That I settled into. It's like, oh, I'm old grandpa sitting in the rocking chair. <laughs> but also front row seat to s- stuff that's happening, including someone who's getting, um, oh, uh, a bit of ball torture. Uh, I didn't get to see the ball torture because they were facing away, but their ass was about two feet in front of mine because they had backed up. And I'm just, and someone's like, you have a, you, you have a great seat. And I'm like, if you like asses, sure. It was a very nice ass. <laughs> but I kind of wanted to see his expression and see what was actually being done to his balls. Because it sounded like some really extreme whackings going on. I'm like, I want to see the technique. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, uh, it was good. Like I said, I was just, I just felt bad that I was not in a good energy place to mm-hmm. enjoy. Um, did get into an interesting conversation in the basement because it was again talking about spaces, and it was talking about well, what a, you know, a woman had wanted to go to the party, and you know, the host was like, no. I'm sorry, it's not, you know, there's a lot of people here that make them super uncomfortable. And also, it's a private party. You know, I'm, you know, opening my house to this. I get to decide, and this is not something. So, you know, I was in a pissy mood, and I was like, you know, joking about, oh, you monosexuals. Can't, can't, you know, titties scare you. So I think that pissed off a couple of Leathermen. I'm like, I'm fine. We're never going to play anyways. Uh, but no, the thing that came up from that that was like surprising to me and also very heartening was, um, yeah, they didn't want women there because, honestly, I don't know why. I didn't want to go into depth. It's like, you know, women like leather too and they have money. But, you know, and for the, the you know, um, you don't want someone who's going to be like the shrill uh, bachelorette party ladies. Right. Who are going to make but, it about them. But, but at a house party. Mm-hmm. Even in yeah. the background, I mean. Yeah, you know, but uh, the thing that uh, they were is like, I was talking about, yeah, I know someone who's, you know, transitioning. And it's like, oh, no. It's like, they identify as male. They're welcome. So, uh, at, to that party, if someone identified as male, they were welcome to that party. And I'm like, oh, okay, cool. So, that's something I can tell, you know, my uh, someone who's asked about that in the past. Because it's kind of hard to, it's hard to ask if you are, uh, you know, if you identify as male and you weren't tradition, you know, weren't identified as that as you know younger, um, it's hard because you're like, well, I want to know if I'm welcome at this event, but mm-hmm. I don't want the re- you know some people don't want the rejection of like, hey, can I come? I was like, no, you know that right, and so you might not even ask. And it was nice to know that at this event, at least the host was like, they are welcome. I was like, cool. Yeah, and. I recently ran across a video mm. of a transmasculine person mm. talking about why he wanted top surgery mm-hmm. done. Um, and that the, the main reason wasn't as m- so much as being his more authentic self, mm-hmm. feeling more comfortable in his body. It was more of being more accepted in 
men only places mm-hmm. um, and uh, specifically gay male only places, um, which I found uh, interesting mm-hmm. and depressing that society, you know, it speaks poorly of society that that, that seems we necessary. Equate, we often yeah. equate breasts with female. It's like no matter yeah. how you identify, oh, they're breasts, you're a lady. And so, yeah, I think that's... And also, we have a fucked up society for legal reasons. If yeah, you go, we we if have you, a fucked up society for no, all sorts. You post yeah, a yeah, picture yeah. of your boob and suddenly, you know, the whole, you know... Yeah, the fe- female presenting nipples. Uh, yeah, and even... Uh, what was it? Uh, the whole um, Super Bowl... Uh, Jan Jackson, yeah, yeah. Well, Jan Jackson, then Adam Levine. This yeah. took off his shirt, and both his nipples were out there, all perky and showing. It's like, you know, it's like really, it's like, is you know, what was the difference between the nipples? And it's like, yeah. So we have a society that a woman walking around shirtless is breaking the law. A man walking around shirtless is, you know, hot. And it's like, whoa, that's a big difference. <laughs> yeah. Oh. So I can understand. It's like, yeah, because once you get the breast, you know. Brought down to being pecs. It's like, suddenly you can go around shirtless. Because I have a friend and he was like, yay, now I'm not breaking any laws when I'm <laughs> going to the beach. And it's like, um, so yeah, so no, it was a good event. Um, again, I just wish I had better energy for it. So that was that Saturday. Mm-hmm. What has happened since then? Oh, there was, well, okay, we had a fundraiser yesterday. Um, and that was... Uh, the red dress run, and it means we run, put on dresses, run, get money. Uh, made money for Eve. I think we made 250 so I was like, okay, not bad, considering we really didn't market it. But a bunch of out-of-towners showed. Because yeah. one person in the running group, who's from Kalamazoo, she's dating someone from Indianapolis. And two people from Fort Wayne, two from Indy, two from Columbus came up. Like, cool. Oh, and they were really cool and neat. And um, one was super flirty, even though... He's a guy with a wife. I was like, well, I don't know. They might be open. But I was like, but he had a really luscious beard and really nice hair. And, and I was like, I feel bad breaking myself away from this. But there's too many flirty straight boys and I don't know what to do. And it felt like that. Though it wound down and there's sounds that are going to go to a strip club. And I'm like, I'm out. Yeah, no. I, I'm good with this. Um, I, I can go home now. Uh, but no, I had a, just personally, a, a base I'd call them dates. Because, hey, meeting someone in a social situation talking for talking with a possibility of sex. To me, that's, that's a date. Yeah. yeah. And uh, one is someone I've chatted with. Um, nice guy. He's really horny. And unfortunately, the day we arranged to meet, I wasn't. <laughs> because, well, I just thought you... Because we had a dinner. We chatted. Um, he's like... And then later, he was like, so would you ever be interested in like, fooling around? And I'm like, Yeah. Yeah, friends I, who fuck. Um, I'm not strongly attracted to him, but he's not unattractive. And I'd be like, situational, if it popped up, you know, occurred, yeah, I think I'd be down for it. Uh, so we are like, yeah, hey, let's get together. And he was seeing it as, let's get together and do stuff. And I realized that after we made plans, and then the day came, he's like, so what's your address? And I'm like, oh, he wants to show up and do stuff. And I'm like... I have no energy for that. Plus, my place is not any place I can host because <laughs> it's horrible and messy. But we had, you know, I told him that. And he was like, oh, okay, no problem. Uh, and we still got together for drinks and talked for a long time. Found out that there's only certain topics I really want to talk about. You want to talk about work or Christmas, you know, those kind of 
And mm-hmm. I was like, I, no, this will not put me in a good mood. Let's not talk about work. Let's not talk about Christmas. <laughs> We're going to talk about nerd stuff, and that was wonderful. And what I thought would be an hour of just chatting over drinks, it was four. And that was lovely. And didn't put out because I just didn't have the energy. But then the other date I had was some of the people I've been talking to. And, again, we met. And I'm like, oh, okay, hopeful. but And we actually met had a lovely conversation and hang out. But there was certain issues going on that it was like someone wasn't really feeling into it for doing sex. I'm like, fair enough. We can have a great conversation and brain check. because. But by the end of the night... The horniness overrode, and so yeah, we went back to their place and had really good sex. Yay! Oh no, no, I, I really good sex. I came. What? I know. <laughs> <laughs> like a fucking volcano. It was. I was very happy and very proud of myself, <laughs> and very proud of them. It's like, yay, good job. Um, no, it was. Um, yeah. So that's the 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 big thing with there was like it was just really a lot of fun and. It was like, yay, thank you very much. So that was it. Now we'll see, you know, if there's time or inclination for, you know, for round two. Yeah, because it's one of those things. I, you know, I, they're talking about, hey, yeah, this sounds like fun. We need to do this again. I'm like, I, yes, we do. And I believe them, but I just, you know, having, you know, repeat business just doesn't happen. And boy, does that wear on your ego. But I mean, it doesn't, it happens. It just doesn't happen often. And I'm like, there's always been times I've had really good, you know, sex with people. And then in the end, they're just like ghost. And I'm like, but, but, but we, it was really hot. And I thought you liked it and I liked it. And I'm not too sure why, you know, like the bottom who I fucked. And he's like, oh God, I love the shape of your dick. It's perfect. It's right in my ass. I was like, it did. Let's do it again. And then crickets. I'm like, I know his dad. People have hangups about sex. He he would invariably he always hit me up on Grinder, like with um you know he but the way his you know not hey but boo you're like boo I'm like oh that's kind of cute but also nothing ever comes from it. It's like boo hey how's it going good I'm like what's up and nothing he never whenever I get you know no way I approached it would it ever turn into like hey let's do this again it was like. I play it cool, and nothing would happen. I'd actually like come right out and say, "Hey, let's get together again." Nothing would happen. I'm like, "Okay, I don't know the tactic here. I don't know what these booze are. <laughs> I'm confused." Or maybe it was yeah. like a very meta joke about actual ghosting. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. So no. So that was yeah. That was great fun. Um, and it was, and also like even even like going into it thinking. Because I'm thinking, you know, there's chemistry here. We're all flirting and wanting to have sex. But when you actually do the act, it's like, who knows if you're actually going to click and it's going to be good and something you want to repeat. And I thought, I just want to get out of the way. (laughs) (laughs) I I just want to do this and get out of the way so that either it was great fun and these could be friends who fuck or it was like, oh, that was okay. It's all right. But, you know, I could... I could have a much better time masturbating, which take less time. Not in this case. This was mm, yay. Um, but no, <laughs> at least for me. Uh, but the uh, the thing was, uh, you know, even if that had happened, it's like, you know, in all cases, these are you know these people I've been going on dates with. They're interesting enough people that I would want to continue and be friends with all of mm-hmm. them. And you know, and getting the you know kind of the sex. That's why I kind of felt bad that I wasn't up to sex with the one guy because I just like to see and. Okay, maybe this is going to be incredible. Or maybe I'll just be, eh. And if it's just, eh, I'll be like, 
okay, we can just be good friends. It's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that and have good conversations and have that off the table. So that was my gossip. Yeah. It was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, oh. Oh? I forgot. I had two other gossipy things, which very telling and kind of disturbing. Grinder. Okay. 2.30 one morning, I'm going to bed like an idiot, turn on the phone to like check emails, go on Grinder. Super hot guy. Super hot. Like hot picture. Text me out of the blue. You're into threesomes. 2.30 in the fucking morning, it's like polar vortex. He's hot as hell. And by my also thinking, oh, he's like, hey, can you get another daddy to come over here when you all do stuff? I'm like, two in the fucking morning when it's single digits. <laughs> Don't pull this on me. But he didn't. He had another guy who was coming over there. And I'm like, he goes, you're into threesomes. And my response was like, yeah, it depends on, you know, the parties involved. He sends me a picture of the person. Someone I know and I have a crush on. I don't know him that well. I know him only well enough to, if you see him in public, you nod. Um, I've heard he's into daddies because I've known of other people he's hit on. Mm -hmm. But it's like, that's the third? I'm like, oh, fuck yes. Oh, Let God. me put pants on. You no, know, I did. I started getting ready. And I'm like, well, I know him. I don't, he, we've, he's never shown an interest in me. You know, I call him by, you know, this, this other guy by name. And it's like, oh, no, he's coming over. He'll be down. I'm like, okay, I trust, that, right. you, I trust <laughs> that you've sent the picture, and he's like, I'll do him. And I'm like, hot. And then then it came up like, you know, one of them had a boyfriend that they had to keep this secret from. I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, one of those. Yep. I still got my pants on. I still got ready. I still was going to do it. I found out I can't. My morals will be compromised by hotness and possibly fantasies fulfilled. Because I'm like, well... And it's like, well, if you know the boyfriend, and I'm like, no, I didn't even know this person was dating, you know? And it's like, oh, well, it's a new thing, and they're not super serious yet. And I'm like, well, that's justification, but <laughs> fuck it. And then I said, um, okay, I'm in. And then crickets. And then and then I the conversation in the profile disappeared the next day, so I think I got blocked. And I'm like, okay, what was that about? Um that was either the other guy showed up and it was like, hey, this guy's possibly coming over. And he's like, oh, hell no. It's like, okay, yay, ouch. Or the other guy didn't show up and the guy's like, oh, he's not coming. Uh, abort and just gave it up. Who knows? I don't know because, you know, he, I said, I'm in. Didn't hear anything for 15 minutes. Sent a question mark. And then he was offline and then it went away. I'm like, wow. So I found out that, yes, I am willing to compromise principles. Um, and also, uh, but I'm also glad that I was willing to go through with it because if I hadn't, I said, no, no, we can't do this. It's too cold, too tired, mm -hmm. uh, too complicated. I would have felt like, okay, you, you dodged out of possibly a great fun session and it's your fault. You know, you're the one who gave up on this. In this case, I'm like, no, I was game and it's on them. You know, they're the mm -hmm. ones who denied. The other really distressing thing was, um, so that next morning, I'm like, whatever, go back on the ground and see him. And then someone's like, hey, and it's a profile. Uh, and he says, you know, 18, no picture. But then it's like, um, uh, oh, it's like a uh, dick. And I'm like, yes, I have one. <laughs> and he's like, uh, no, pictures. And then it says on his profile, it's like, I like to trade pictures. And I'm like, and I'm like, well, hey, you have no profile picture. You've seen my face, so, uh, you know, uh, yours gets mine or that. This is like, 
pictures of penises show up. And I'm like, okay. And said some. And he's like, uh, so what was, oh, what was the phrase that suddenly warning bells went off? It's like, uh, so how young are you willing to, you know, date? And I'm like, Ooh. And I'm like, how old are you? And he's like, 15. Shit. Yeah. And I'm like, so then suddenly it's like a riot act. I'm like, he's like 15 and everyone keeps blocking me and I can never, and I'm home alone right now and really horny and just want someone to come over. I'm like, no, 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 no. And read him the riot act on, first of all, you can't do this because this is putting people in danger legally. You know, what you've just done is illegal. You've pulled me into this. And in fact, um, I, you know, it's like, and you should not even be on here and I need to report this. And he's like, oh, please don't, please don't do that. And, well, that was too late because I had gone to the profile and said, and the worst part is Grindr's like, what's going on? I'm like, underage. And it's like, oh, in their profile and, you know, and it's like, you know, you know, in conversation it came up. Well, will you send the chats? I'm like, no, there's, I cannot send you this chat because there's pictures of there that basically I'm, would be sharing child porn if I sent you these pictures and these chats to Grindr. Um, it's like, no, I can't, you know, but I mean, that doesn't matter because I think, you know, I still reported it and I think his profile went, he either blocked me or it went away and they got to it right away. But the really disturbing thing, which also I don't really believe it's like, um, he's like, well, I've taken screenshots of all this thing. So if you do report me, you'll be sorry. And I'm like, okay, well that, you know, little shithead. Um, but I'm like. Okay, it's like, bring it. I'm, you know, let the cops show up because then I really want to have a chat with your parents. <laughs> I did not say that. By that point, he had already blocked me and it was over. And it's like, but disturbing because yeah. legalities is like technically, you know, before that, uh, before that conversation was erased and he either was blocked or he erased it himself, there was basically pornography on my phone. And it's like, oh shit, oh shit. And, and, there's a lot of zero tolerance. You know, it's like in the courts, it's like they come and say, hey, here's screenshots of what you know, did with this kid. There's also the 67-year-old who uh, had sex with two underage women, and they're the ones who got in trouble for leading him on. But that was in that state. Yeah. It's basically whatever yeah. the judge really wants to feel like doing. And if he had a thing against gays, it's like, you fucker, yeah. Let's put you to jail for this. It really was disturbing. I feel like I've done due diligence and a telling him you can't fucking do this and also reporting it immediately, like into yeah. the conversation. So it's like, well, what else can I do? And people can say, well, don't, you know, don't talk to someone who says they're 18. And it's like, well, he could have said he was 25 or 20. Right. You know? And it's like, well, isn't it untoward that 52 year old would be having a chat with an 18 year old? And it's like untoward, but also it's like, it's, it's not, not like only, you went after him. Yes, I right? never he, he initiated contact. And, and he also sent pictures first. So, you know, yeah. kind of at my prompting after he prompted me to share. It's like, so, but, you know, yeah. Yeah. You just it, have a, it, a judge who really needs to make an example of these predators. I'm like, and we have a legal system that who knows. And so, but it was very disturbing and scary. And it's like, whoa, a very, very bad 20, 12 hours on Grinder. <laughs> Yeah. It almost makes me think, is it even worth it? And it's like, eh, not really. I, no, I, I've 
given up on grinder. Mm-hmm. I gave up on grinder long time ago just because of the signal to noise ratio. Yeah, there was so much bots and fucking like fake profiles. Like, hey, mm-hmm. you ever talk to an army guy and things like that? Oh, that one yeah. came so so much, and I tend to have fun with them back. It's like, you know, no, I haven't dated one, but I've chatted up a lot. At least they claim to. It's like, and then I think to one, I said. There's an awful lot of you out there overseas. How come you guys aren't hooking up with each other? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the the only hookup app I have left on my phone. Well, but they're the others are still on my phone just out of, you know, inertia. Yeah. Um, but I never get pings off of them because I never actively log on. The mm-hmm. only one I log on to uh, is Recon. Because, yeah, I've, I've had the best luck... And, of course, I always run into people I know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, but it's, it is interesting. It's, like, it is, again, I'm never shy about anything. I think the next day is, like, most everyone I ran into, I mentioned that to. And they're, like, oh, that's distressing. But, you know, what, you know, legalities. And also, how likely is this, you know, air quotes, 15-year-old actually going to approach authorities out of vengeance? Because right. You're going to get a lot of deep shit, kid, yourself. You know? Yeah. You might even be tried for child pornography. Well, but it's interesting because um, I know someone who was working with uh, uh, foreign exchange students. Mm -hmm. And he was, like, in management in this organization. And what happened was uh, one of the exchange students had a girlfriend here in the States, and they were sending pictures of each other to each other. Uh Uh-oh. Yep. And they are both underage. And this German agency (laughs) said, oh, well, please send us the pictures. Because we need, you know, we can't just do disciplinary actions on hearsay. We need to actually see the proof. And the guy who's working for them, like, no, no, I can't do that. You're asking me to actually send pictures of an underage kid to another country. It's like, even if it's a legitimate reason, you know, but you're not the law and I can't do that. And they were very upset. And I don't know if he got in trouble with his job for not doing that. But it's like, dude. Yeah. You Germans, you have to understand, we Americans are really fucked up about sex. (laughs) And also what you're asking for. Also, I think is illegally, um, is internationally illegal in many respects. Yeah. So. um, Yeah, I I have not ever looked up the actual legalities mm -hmm. and the the underlying law. But, yeah, bad idea all around. Yeah, and makes me think, I never need to share pictures again. It's like, hey, if you really want to see my dick, Meet me. Yeah. We are running short on time because we had... We had so much gossip. We had so much gossip. And I I wasn't really feeling the the expert portion too much. Well, you sent me a link to it, and honestly, I didn't even remember what it was about. Uh, Valentine's Day and manufactured romance. Oh. Yeah. To which my only response is that I saw one of those... Roses are red. Gender is performative. Mass market romance is heteronormative. Yeah. I like that one. (laughs) Yeah. The... I don't care too much for February 14th. Um, I much prefer February 15th when all of the chocolate is half price. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I also, you know, someone was going on about March 14th, mm-hmm. which is Steak and Blowjob Day. And oh. my response was, well, if you're gay, any day can be Steak and well, Blowjob Day. Why make a special day for it? Yeah, really. Oh, all right. So... Yeah, uh, 
Valentine's Day is a scam. Um, well, per- performative romance is bull. I used to be against it till I realized I don't mind being single. I think it, it can be horrible to those people who are single and that singleness bothers them. You know, if they want someone, yeah, Valentine's Day is a reminder you're single. Um, and I always, you always feel sorry for couples. It's like, oh, you're being forced to be romantic on this one day. Why don't you be romantic otherwise? But I realize. Like I said, the only people it really is hurting is the people who really don't want to be single. It's a reminder of their singleness. But for couples, all it is is saying, ratchet it up a notch. You may already be super romantic all the fucking time. Here's a day just to ratchet it up to the next level just for a day. And it's an excuse. It's to fill up restaurants and to sell cards. But it can be a nice thought. It's like you might already be the person who gives them candy and flowers and tells them sweet things, you know, on a weekly basis. Well, this time, bring it up. Yeah. Buy, buy the latex suit that they've been wanting yeah. to get. Uh, two, two other things I had overheard about Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. One is that it's a grand conspiracy to create more Scorpios. <laughs> <laughs> and, the, <laughs> and the other is um, Valentine's Day is to romance what St. Patrick's Day is to drinking. Yeah, so... Perhaps. So that, I guess yeah. we did. I guess we did do the expert portion. I, I guess, say, yeah, we, yeah, we we blew right through that. Um, actually, yeah, moving on to uh, crafting, yeah, not so much because my creative energies have been going into decorating time rather than decorating space mm-hmm. um, and making music. And ah. God, it feels like we've got a lot of stuff to learn really. <laughs> Oh, yeah, with the chorus. Okay. Yeah, with the I chorus. I thought you were actually composing music or something. Like, oh, that's oh, creative. Yeah, no, no that's that's yeah. that. That is something I would like to learn how to do better. And yeah, I'd like to take some more in-depth classes on music theory and chord progressions. And, and the beautiful yeah. thing is now with the technology we have now, it's like every computer is almost a studio to some. Oh level. yeah, and I, I've got a twenty-five. Yeah, yeah. Two octave keyboard um, that plugs in USB and I can noodle around with. Um, but yeah, that was times when I was back in college mm-hmm. and thinking of taking keyboard techniques for non music majors and not enough people signed up for it. And they said, hey, we're opening up keyboard techniques for music majors to everybody. It's at this time. I'm like, that's the same time as one of my core accounting classes. I can't take it. That's what happened with me. I took the piano for non-music people, held my own, then was talked into taking the piano for music majors. She was like, oh, yeah, you'll be fine. No, I wasn't. Nope. You, nope. It's crashed and burned early on. Yeah. Which so. is sadness because I should have stuck with my level and might actually have been decent now. Probably yeah. not. I don't have the patience to go through with anything. No. Um, crafting, I am not... Uh, I'm trying to think if even I had some ideas for a project, and yeah, nothing is nothing since the last recording. Yeah, so. yeah, and I, I want to put a gripe out to the universe. Mm-hmm. Um, we use an app in the Lansing Out Chorus called Chorus Class, mm. and the makers of Chorus Class have gotten greedy. Oh, where you, it loads and gives you the ad, and it, oh, it loads. You to, you've got ads, and you can only do like two songs every half hour. Oh. Yeah, I ran into that. Re- That's new. Yeah. Yeah I, yeah, I just ran into that because I was like, 
I'm going to do the whole show. Mm-hmm. And after a second song, it's like, watch an ad or wait 30 minutes. And I'm like, oh. that's That's new, yeah. Also shows you how little I've been using the app. <laughs> Whoops. But, yeah, no, and like with Seize the Day, I'm following the tenors. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm doing the melody. I'm not doing the harmony. And because of that, I get dirty looks from the other basses because they know I'm doing it wrong and I know I'm doing it wrong. But, I, yeah, i got to practice mm-hmm. it more and hear the beautiful harmonic line in my head, have that down and be able to hear that and recreate that so that I'm not just plowing through with the, with the melody. <sighs> All right. So, yeah, cra- crafting is music and, yeah, need to need to get back on that. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, need to practice that more, need to crochet more, need to be inspired for yes. the crochet and you know, um, figure something out. Most of the other uh, oh, oh, upcoming events... Well, it's interesting because there in May I think there's a conflict because uh, the fundraiser I found out that there is a uh, play party that the Mavericks of Detroit are putting on. Same okay, thing as DBC, it's like Fleet Week. It's a Tom of Finland themed Fleet Week, and they're actually in. They actually talk to and approach the um, Tom of Finland uh, Foundation. Yeah, because they had the show, and they really want the Mavericks to come in and do something. Uh, for the closing of the show, unfortunately, it fell on IML weekend. <laughs> and they were like, <laughs> no. We can't. If yeah. it was another weekend, we could. And they felt bad, so they kind of, and then the foundation was like, hey, we, what we did to do with you for this show was good. You know, let's do something. Um, so they're having their Fleet Week play party, which has Tom of Finland art that they can use for it. And they, uh, the, the, the admission ticket is a dog tag. That has Tom Flynn and Art on one side and the Maverick logo on the other, and it's like, oh, and they're really and there's a certain number they can sell, and it's uh, it's an event, hmm. and uh, they got some grief from some people at DBC who were like, why'd you do it on DBC weekend? And it's like because that's the weekend that we're we're sorry, but you know, scheduling. yeah, it's like getting the place. It, it's just one of those things. It's like, oops, and it's also like a not a regular event. Right. So it's like, so I could see it could be a, a draw away, and I'm kind of tempted to go myself. I, I'm, yeah, I need to get more information about that. I, the other I, thing is I'm looking over, they had a postcard with house rules, and it was kind of like, don't gossip, don't say what happens here. And I'm kind of curious, like, I need to find out what they mean by that, whether I definitely would not say, like, I'd want to talk about it if I went. Right. But what can uh, I say? Right. Of course, you don't use names. You don't say who there. Yeah. No, no, no names, saw, no tattoos. Can you say that you saw some flogging? Can you say you saw these scenes? I, yeah, I, I would I, ask. I, I would, you know, definitely no identifying information. Yeah. Um, and I'm never going to conjecture what's probably right because they have an idea of what's right. I can get right. directly from them. Yeah. I would, because, you know, I'm reminded of the, one party that I went to mm-hmm. that had something similar. And I think it would be okay to talk about things that you mm-hmm. did. Talk about your own personal experience. I had this happen to me. Someone did this. It was lovely. You know, I. Right. But not talk about what you saw, mm-hmm. what you heard, just what you got to experience mm-hmm. directly. Because my feeling is that we do this to not demystify, but to let people know what happens at these things so that. Hopefully, they more people go. Yeah. Because anyone who would be horrified at what happens and we'd be scaring away, well, they're probably not going to go in the first place. Or they'd go once and then 
and, 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 and have a bad time and, or, or and tell everybody, oh yeah. my god, these freaks. Yeah. Whereas someone who'd want to go, it's like, I don't know what to expect. Oh, we're mentioning what you can expect. And they're like, that does sound like fun. And hopefully get more people to go to these things and support them. Yeah. Send, send me a, a link or more information about, because I okay. I didn't get a heads up about that party in May. Oh, yeah. It was a postcard and some of the, there are a lot of members of the Mavericks at the, the fundraising party. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so that's why it, it ha- hasn't been published online. Um, I, Yeah, I don't know that, how. That you, well, you didn't hear about they it. They might be as good about marketing as we are. <laughs> uh, perhaps. Um, so That's coming up. Takeover, uh, Outbar Fetish Takeover, March 9th. Yes. 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 Second weekend in March. But also something at Necto. I have on my calendar there's some sort of fetish night at Necto. On the night? No, it was like a, it might have been a first Friday. Hmm. So maybe, I, I don't know. I remember filling out my calendar and seeing something. It's like, oh, I forgot about that. So, But the one I've seen posed on Facebook is the Outbar 9th March Yep. Uh, so yeah, if, if you come across whatever the Necto is, post that to the group so everybody knows. Unless it was an idea, and then just yeah, yeah that's true. I need to get more things out. The group, <laughs> yes, the group. There is a Facebook group. There is a Facebook group that yeah, we need to do more stuff with. Um, and of course, yeah, uh, First Friday is coming up. Um, DBC is coming up. I've mm-hmm. been in negotiations with Fargo um, to do more fun things Yay. with him, and. I might be able to break out one of my old standards, uh, the the green Home Depot wrap. Oh, okay. and a bit of duct tape because <laughs> yeah, he 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 likes the tight bondage. Okay. So you don't get much tighter than mummification, and yeah, he's like, like okay, yeah, we we can wrap you up and just leave you as you know, abandon you in the corner. Well. Uh, uh, maybe on a table with the the cocksucker hood, and mm-hmm. but yeah, I don't know. You know, just given the nature of DBC, how many would people would just walk up and s- slam their dick in his mouth, which is kind of what he wants. But they've put a sign. Yeah, insert dick here. Please use this hole to to help you get off. <laughs> um, yeah, more stuff has been published about Claw, mm. um, and. Also with Claw, with Claw, I was curious. I, I went on to a site for you know booking large events mm-hmm. and looked up Cleveland, and I saw that the largest hotel in Cleveland can has six hundred rooms. Mm-hmm. The three hotels that Claw has booked are five hundred, two hundred, two fifty. So, Claw itself is too big to... Because I was thinking about, you know, isn't there a larger hotel that we could just have everybody at? And turns out, no, there's not. <laughs> I mean, we, we might be able to take over that one big one, but... But it's tough. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, but you'd, you'd, you'd still have the same problems. So. Well, it also depends on how close those hotels are to each other. The 600-room the one is also right downtown. It is less than a mile from... But I mean, the three the hotels they're presently in, are they pretty accessible to, to each other? The, there's the West End, which is the main hotel where 90% of the events are. Mm-hmm. Um, the Hampton, where I'm staying, which is a block and a half away. Okay. So you can walk that. And then the third hotel, I don't recall which one it is. Um, they're having all the puppy mm-hmm. events at that one. 
And that one's about a mile away. Okay. But they've got shuttle service going from but 7 a.m. Yeah, to 4 a.m. Yeah, if you have to deal with yeah. a shuttle or walk that distance, that, that's, a, that's a bit of a hike. Because I've been at yeah. hotels before that, yeah, we're like across the parking lot. And it's like, okay, this is really not too much, especially if it's not horrible weather. Um, thing to remember, though, if you're in your jockstrap and chaps, well, your butt's hanging out. So, as I've seen it in IML, just take that hanky and put it in your back belt and have it as a little curtain to yes. cover the ass, at least when you're walking in public to the new event. <laughs> well, and I mean, last year, um, it was kind of chilly. In, in April okay. and Cleveland, yeah, yeah, and so you know, I I was there in, in my trench coat and sometimes not much else. <laughs> you look like a flasher in your trench coat. I'm like, well, there's a very good reason for that. Ta da! Uh, <laughs> you, you saw a lot of people done up in coats and boots and chaps and you know full on leather and you know a bit of rubber here and there. But yeah, no, it, it was too cold to be skimpy. Oh. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Claw's coming up. I'm looking forward to it. Have a maybe for somebody else in the room. Okay. That, um, I still don't know. i got to sit down and make a decision uh, because, you know, time's clearly. But also, uh, there's another event going on in Lansing, uh, not King event, mm-hmm. that I'm curious, would like to attend. And that's that same weekend. I'm like, oh. So I don't know. Now that there's still there is something to do in Lansing, it's like uh, draws. How do I feel? Kinky or boozy? Because yep. it's uh, the beer fest at the ballpark. It's a beer tasting event at the ballpark, uh, okay. and it's a nice event. I really and enjoy. It's it. a nice ballpark, and I can too. walk to it. So yeah. I walk to it and walk back. Um, there's also in March twenty second. There's a whiskey tasting. That's happening for the first time. Cool. And yes, in Lansing. It's called Whiskey Warm-Up, I think. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, dangerous. Yep. I ran into a friend who's volunteering there. She was like, I can't afford the 40 bucks just to sip whiskey. So I'm going to work there and then get to sip whiskey. <laughs> for free. So like, well, fair that, enough. That, that's one way to do it. All right. Um, and, yeah, there are still, for those who want to go to Claw um, but think they can't afford it, volunteer spots are still available and Claw is the kind of place where people are generous with room space. You may end up sleeping in a bathtub, but uh, you're generally able to find some place to crash. Yeah. How do how does that how does word of that get around? Do you like usually through the Facebook the okay. Claw Facebook group tends so someone might say tends hey, to be the most active. Are there any any room space available? Some people might ask, or do people offer and say, "Hey, we have space." In both. Room? Okay. Yeah, okay. I, I've I've seen both. I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm pinching my pennies for it. I try trying to save up so that I don't know that there's any big purchases mm-hmm. I want to make, but you know, I'd like to be able to eat something other than McDonald's. But if you're looking, going for a good restaurant, I have friends who live in Cleveland, so if there's certain style of food you want, I could probably put the word out and say, hey. Well, I mean, last year we went to the, a really nice barbecue place okay. that, that we're going to go again, um, and there's a nice deli right across the street Ooh, okay. from the Hampton, and uh, the Hampton comes with free continental breakfast, Ooh. which uh, helps. But yeah, I mean, you know, I'd like to be able to, you know, get food, get a few drinks, mm-hmm. Get a bottle of poppers, or you know, be able to pick up a can of Crisco, and the thing it'd be dangerous because yeah, there's so many accessories. I 
I want need. Yeah, I there there's lots of things I want, but yeah, not much that I need. I mean, maybe I'll buy some electro equipment. Who knows? But we'll we'll see. I, 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 yeah, I could buy a, you know, a shower nozzle. Yeah, you you could probably do that. I so I can take some big dicks. Yeah, you know, cl- clean you out past past the bend so that you can take a a nice eleven inch dick and I'll pop right past that second sphincter. I don't think it's gonna just pop right past. No, I gently caress and try to tease it, try to tease it open and fail and and then get mashed up and bent double as my ass clenches. <laughs> like nope, no. And none shall pass. <laughs> and, and then he just, you know, adjusts his angle and says, okay, I'm going to attack your prostate instead. Yay. And on that note, we've run out of time again. Please send your questions, comments, show ideas, dirty pictures, and project photos to harryprone at gmail.com or tweet at us. We are at harryprone.com. Our theme music is Hotspot by Ox, used under the Creative Commons Attribution License. Please be sure to listen to our friends on the internet. Messieurs of Paris, Linoli Knight, off the Cuffs and the Wait What Have podcast. Thank you so much for listening. We are your hosts, Sarah Kane and Lansing Mike. Wishing you peace, love, and perversion. Good night. Night.